I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Tully Louise, Sarah Pasini, how are we today? Do you not know my middle name? Alexandra. Yeah, that's him. I do know it. I just didn't, I chose not to say it. Okay. Well, Happy Wednesday. Thank you. We took another week off because we're in lockdown and we can. Why not? Yes. Um, what's going on? Well, the last two weeks, not a lot, to be honest. Work, been on a couple of picnics. Oh, I thought you were going to say you've been on a couple of dates then. I was going to. Drop the F-bomb then. No, I haven't. <laughs> like I've said previously, I'm taking some time off and you are too apparently. Type time off picnics or dating? Dating. Yes, why not? Why not? Just focusing on myself. I feel like so we, obviously everyone that listens to this knows we're based in Melbourne. We've been in lockdown for a very long time. I'm pretty sure we have like as of this recording date, I think we have like 15 days left Apparently, if we get yep. out earlier, amazing. So I've chosen to focus on myself for the next however long and just get out of this and then life gets back to normal. We have also set up another goal, our little Cremorne Run Club game. Yes, we you have. You me, Rosa. Yeah, so it was a little chat between Rosa and I one Friday afternoon. I was like, oh, I'm doing this challenge. I'm going to do 10,000 steps a day because I – pretty lazy. Like I work out or go for a run in the morning and don't really do much. I just sit at my desk and my steps are horrible. Mm. So I chose to do this challenge, 10,000 steps a day. I'm re- drinking three three litres of water a day and I want to read five pages of a book a night. And I was telling Rosa this and she's like, oh my God, this is a great idea. Like let's all do it. So then we started a little group chat and now we're, I don't know if you guys are doing the water and the book thing, but we're all doing the 10,000 steps yep. a day. And We've, we're all invested in Fitbits. Yes, I went and bought a Fitbit. Like. I, I stole one off my knees. <laughs> I'm rocking a bright pink one at the moment. Um, I, yeah, so we Rosa was like, as we're having discussion on this Friday, she's like purchasing this Fitbit. Uh, so we have Fitbit, so we're very committed. And I just have to say I've noticed it's very hard to do 10,000 steps. 100%. If you don't go for an actual walk, it's actually difficult. And I never, ever used to go for walks. I'd do whatever I do with you girls, do my run, walk thing, and then I'd go home and work. I wouldn't yeah, go. Because I'd be like, oh, I've done my exercise for the day. Same. And I don't know about you. I have but- to say, sorry for interrupting, my September averages steps through my phone was 3,300. I reckon I can beat you. I think mine was 2,400. Really? But also what I've noticed with having a Fitbit is you do so many incidental walking like to the bathroom to the kitchen to the lounge room vacuuming whatever obviously your phone doesn't record that because you don't have your phone so I was like the numbers on the phone probably are not like indicative no so um it's been interesting having a Fitbit Mm. and actually tracking the steps so that was a challenge so we're doing that to kind of make the next however long go quick so I've got something to focus on and whoever loses I don't know how what's going to happen how we 
whatever. But whoever loses has to buy three rounds of drinks. Well, you wanted to tap out within the first two days. You were like, I'm going to buy them. Don't worry. No, because I realised how hard it was. Yeah. Like days that I don't exercise like properly, like I might do a Pilates or something like that and not actually walk, run or whatever. It's, those days are hard. It's about walking, I think someone was telling me, seven, eight Ks. It's 10,000 steps. Yeah, I looked at my thing yesterday. I think I'd done like 15,000 steps. Like yesterday was a good day. Mm. And I think I looked at the thing and there was like eight point something kilometres. That's a lot of walking. Yeah, and I I have to say my body is a bit more sore. Exactly. And I'm finding I'm so tired at night. Yeah. Like exhausted. You don't even even have time for dating now. (laughs) (laughs) Dating myself and my Fitbit (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) Oh, far out. So that's been kind of fun. And then, like I said, I feel like light is at the end of the tunnel for us in Melbourne. Yeah. I hope. I think so. This can't go on forever. Congratulations to all our Sydney friends. By the time this comes out, you guys would be free. Yes. I am jealous, but I'm so, so happy for you all. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous, but I also know that we're like we're just not that far yeah. behind. So it's like, well done. And you did your shout out to Sydney. I'm going to do a shout out to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the park yesterday. Remember we went to the park yesterday, went for a picnic, and I looked around the park and I said, girls, don't you think it's so fascinating that every single person in this park has experienced lockdown like us? Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but I just, I was looking around, I was like, you, like you've been through what I've been through. Like maybe every situation is different, different. but it's we've all, ex- all experienced the same trauma. Yeah. yeah, and I just have to say, like, I'm so proud of like every single person. It's been hard, but I cannot wait for the day that we actually have freedom. Yeah, because we deserve it. Yep. No one ever deserves to be like in lockdown like we have. I, can I just talk something completely? Yeah, off? go. Yeah. I'm actually over talking about shit like this. So go. That bloody squid thing you made me watch. <gasps> okay. So we've been watching, like, as everyone in lockdown, I feel like we've all watched Netflix back and front. I watched an interesting thing. Of, sorry, we'll get into what this squid thing is. But since this show's been on Netflix. Yes. Apparently they wear vans in one of the episodes and the sale of that particular vans has gone up like 7,800%. Holy shit. And I also was talking to a friend yesterday and he was saying, he was the person that told me to watch this show. So I made Sarah watch it. We've watched two episodes and it was so intense. I think this is my exact words. (laughs) Why the fuck are you making me watch this? (laughs) This is fucked. (laughs) It is fucked. Like the first episode, like green light, red light or whatever it is, that game is fucked. But apparently, so we watched two episodes they go for an hour, by the way. Mm. They're quite long. And I started to watch the third episode by myself the other day and I could not get into it. So I think it's something that Sarah and I are going to have to watch together. Um, but my friend was telling me yesterday, the guy that wrote the Squid Games show, mm. I think it's been, I think it's like maybe a few years old or something, and he was trying to sell it and stuff. He couldn't sell it. He he had to sell like his laptop that the script was on because he was like so broke. And then I think obviously Netflix has bought it and now – So wow. what? He's got no money. No, 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 no. He does now because Netflix. But he was it was struggling for such a long time. Oh. And Squid Game, I think I might be incorrect, but I think Squid Game is the fastest, um, fastest growing show on Netflix, like of viewers and stuff. Yeah, right. So this guy now, like a millionaire. <laughs> it's look, it's interesting, but my interesting. Friend, it's, no, it's it's gruesome. No, it but is everyone. Up. It is. 
No, but everyone that watches it is like, you need to finish it. Like, even I was saying to my friend last night, I'm like, can you just tell me? And he's like, nah, you I have to watch it. I just want the old man to survive. Oh my God. I said this to him. So he's, he was, my friend was laughing. He's like, you need to watch it. Can you just watch it? I'm not telling you. Like, it's amazing. And then I was like, just please tell me the old man doesn't die. And yeah. he's laughing. He's like, you, if you think that, then you need to watch it. And I was like, can you just oh tell me? Oh my God, maybe he's the best. And, maybe and then I said, does he win? And then he's like, just watch it. So I feel like now that he's, now that my friend said that, I'm like, I actually need to watch it to see okay. what happens. The plot is, for anyone who hasn't watched it, I think there's 436 or 464 players. They've all had to sign these NDAs mm. that they can't sue or anything. And whoever survives the six games – they share a prize pool of something $45 billion. Mm, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And then there's this one episode where they choose if they want to go play or not and then yeah. most of the people said no. Oh, no, it was even. Yes. The old guy, it was even. Yes. And then anyway, they didn't end up playing and then they left and then a lot of them get drafted back or whatever and come back in. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Such a wild show. But another show that I've been watching is Made on Netflix. It's heart-wrenching but it's a really good show. And I got you onto Ted Lasso. I am obsessed. I haven't watched the latest episode. It came out last night. I haven't either. That is a fucking brilliant show. Oh, it's so heartwarming. It is so good. I, actually, I'm happy you liked it because I was like, oh, I don't know if you would like it. I didn't like the first episode. It took yeah. me a bit to get into. But my friend Rosa was saying, actually, she said it's hard to get into, but it's good. Yeah. I just like, I love Keely. I yeah. don't know. She is so, such an amazing actress and just like her character Obsessed, and I love Ron. Was it Ron? Roy. Roy. Oh, I don't know what it yeah, is. She goes, "You're amazing." Yeah. You're- oh, I just she is such a cool character. Like I feel like whoever casted for that show has just nailed every single character. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. You know when you watch some shows and you're like, whoever's casted for this show has done amazing. Actually, just makes me happy watching it. Yeah, it's a great show. I would advise that one is on Apple. Mm-hmm. Advise love. Morning Wars is back out. I've only I watched, watched one. It yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for them all to drop. Well, because be I was watching. There's two seasons. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, there's two seasons of Ted Lasso. So quick, I quick episodes. Yeah, too. they're 30 minutes. Yeah. So I last week I only started Ted Lasso last week on the weekend, mm. and I watched it all in a week. Every night I had it on like five episodes. I was like, this show's so good. Well, that makes me happy. And you know who else I like? Sam. What one, Sam? The um the African boss. guy. Oh, and he starts dating. Yeah, yeah I'm obs- he is such a kind. Yeah. That's what I mean. Don't you reckon every character like they're just so yeah. cute? Love, oh, I really like it. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else interesting before we wrap this up? No. But on today's episode, we actually have one of our friends, yep. Lola uh, Berry, who has been on before, and we've been on her podcast a couple of times. She has currently just flown from Los Angeles to back to Australia for her book launch, which is book number eleven. Amazing. So proud of you, Lola. I've got every single book and I don't know how you do it because it's like amazing. Um, She's flown back and we really want to talk about hotel quarantine and life in LA. Yeah. Life in LA because we want to go back there shortly. Yeah. yeah. Once borders open back up. But it's very, very interesting on how to survive um, quarantine. Yeah. I hope that once this comes out or like in a couple of months, hotel quarantine is not going to be like – I think it is. I think she said for the unvaccinated it will be still 14 days mm. in a hotel. Um, but it seems pretty intense. I mean, if you want – if you are going to do hotel quarantine soon or whatever um, 
And take a leaf out of Lola's book because it's like she's cruised through, not cruised, she did say it was a little bit difficult some days, but I think she's a perfect example of how to structure your days. Yep, definitely. Mm. And for anyone who has done 14 days, hats off to them because I don't think I would be able to do it by myself. With you, I would be able to do it. 100%. And you'd want to kill the person. Like there'd be some days where you're just like, oh, my God, like probably lock myself in the bathroom for an hour. But just to have company there and someone to talk to, like I think it would make it a lot easier. But I'm the same as you. I actually don't think I could do it. And I'm a pretty strong, resilient person and I would say you are as well. I just don't know if I could do that. No. But it, it is very, very interesting. Very interesting. Like I watch her Instagram stories every day just to see the food that oh, she's same. got. I'm like, wow, what has she done? Yeah. And you know what? Every day must seem like Groundhog Day and same as what lockdown is, but I just find it so interesting. At least we can get out and go for walks. Yeah, that's the one thing that I'd be like, yeah. Get intense. our steps up. Yep. What do you want today? I am we on 13,000. And it's only one o'clock yep. and Sarah is smashing it. I'm only on 9,726, which I definitely will get 10,000. Let's wrap that up so you can get those few yes, steps in. Yes, let's get it in. Anyway, guys, it's good to be back and we hopefully definitely will see you guys next week. We're trying to get back into a routine now that normal life is getting back to normal. It, it's on the horizon. We yeah. can see it. Yeah, it's been really hard to stay motivated in every aspect of what we do. This, this oh, Tilly Lou's not that bad, but just unmotivated a little bit. Do you know what I actually want to know? And if people are listening, can they message either of us or maybe we'll do a poll? Mm. The Australian government have said like international borders are opening up December and we're all like, yeah. I wonder how many people are actually going to go and want to do the seven-day quarantine. Yeah. To be completely honest, can I answer the poll now? I'm a yes. Yeah. Big fat yes. Seven days at home quarantine doesn't scare me. But in saying this, we're a yes because we're going to go overseas for a long time for work. Yeah. But a holiday. Over over summer. I don't think I would. No. Nah. I would only, and we've had this discussion before, like I wouldn't be going to Fiji for seven days. No way. Because then the other seven days you have to, and it's and it technically like January is like the best time to be in Melbourne and stuff. I wouldn't want to waste seven days being in quarantine. So for me, obviously with our work and business, we're going to go to America probably for like two months. 100% I'll do seven, seven yeah. days, fine. But anything under two weeks, nah, nah. Um, no. I'd rather go to Queensland and come back and not have to quarantine. Exactly, yeah. So I, I would be interested in yeah, knowing same. who would mm. want to travel overseas. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Anyway, have a beautiful Wednesday and we will chat with you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're good. I just saw an interesting thing on Instagram, Lols, that this is your 18th Zoom. This is my 18th, yeah, podcast. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I've got to do something, book things in to keep me feeling sane. And the days that I struggle are the days I don't have anything booked. So yeah. it's much better for my personality to have work locked in. Yeah, um, that's funny because during lockdown, we have to have things locked in as well. Otherwise, you go fucking mental. Mental. We, Tally's speaking for herself. <laughs> do, you, do you not like have to have stuff locked in? No, you call me and say, let's book things in. Because- no, like from a work perspective, I feel like if you have things booked in, it's because working at the moment in lockdown is very unmotivating. Very. So I said to Sarah, I'm like, I think we need to book things in to make sure that we're motivated because it's very hard to slack off. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. imagine that's what you're like. So yeah, I wanted to. I'm a Virgo. I'm a bit OCD, and I'm pretty like career obsessed, as the boss told me last 
<laughs> last week. And so I think um, for me, I'm just like make the most of it. I know it's going to be busy when I get out of here. So mm-hmm. I'm like I may as well do the things that I need to be tied to a desk for now. Of course. So before we get into it, you're in hotel quarantine. Day at 13, the moment. Yeah. Day yeah. 13. So we kind of want to just chat to you about the experience and ob- obviously – so why are you in hotel quarantine? Where have you been? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been in America. I've been in the land of dreams, Los Angeles, and I was there to activate my green card. So you legally have a very specific window of time to be on American soil. So, um, yeah, I went over to activate. But when I, before I went over, I had to sign a stat deck in Australia that I'd be leaving Australia for more than 90 days. Otherwise, yeah. they could put me in jail apparently. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you came back, you could get in a lot of trouble, which I, I knew I was going to stay for. I planned my return ticket was like 95 days later, so I was fine. Mm-hmm. But all my flights coming home got cancelled. Um, mm-hmm. You probably heard about all the flight caps. So yeah, it's yeah, pretty intense. It. Yeah, it's so, like it's so expensive as well. Like I could have... <sighs> freaking got a mortgage on a house getting traveling this last trip but I mean it was all for a bigger dream and exactly purpose yeah exactly I lived for your LA updates podcast episodes I remember coming I was seeing Tal and I was like oh my god there was like three murders on Melrose on Lola was saying on her podcast this week (laughs) and I just said to Sarah I'm like "Mm, isn't that just like normal LA vibes well I feel like you know when you get all the bloody alerts and it's like someone's been shot here, someone's been shot here, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels rougher than usual though because of the, the – yeah. so um, Venice, you probably knew this, but Venice, all of downtown, Silver Lake and Hollywood, all tent. Like yeah. Silver on, Lake as well. I didn't realise Silver Lake was part of it. Full-blown like um, massive ovals just covered in fences no. all down the side of the highways. I've got a video I haven't posted on Instagram because it's confronting, but there's a street, you guys will know it, I think it's called Bronson. And so uh-huh. I drive uh, – so when I come back from sometimes school, I'll drive all the way up it to get back up to Franklin, which is where yeah. near where my house is, more near the hills, like more near yeah. Griffith Park. And so you'll draw, and I'll be like, "Fuck, I've drawn, I've gone up the wrong street." Because when you go all the way up Bronson, it's just lined with tents <gasps> and people in the middle of the street, and it's just like it's really confronting at night time. Oh, hundred percent. It's scary in like the best of times. Question, lols, because <clears throat> traditionally the homeless over there, you could tell that they had mental problems and that. But uh, is it families now? Oh, it's so full on now. It's not uh, not some. I haven't seen families. It's definitely. But it's like it's definitely not gender specific, so it's males and females. Mm. But everyone I saw was more adults. But like I remember I got out, I lived in a really safe area and one morning I was getting out to my car and there was a dude just like having a shower with our garden hose in the front Wow! garden. One morning I woke up my car battery was stolen overnight. Like <laughs> yeah. there was a lot, like it's definitely changed. And even where I live in Los Feliz, like massive RVs, people just live in RVs out the front of houses. Wow. Because yeah. if no one's been to LA before, like LA, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a safest place. No. But you know where not to go. Like, yeah. and I saw something the other day and I was just showing Sarah before, like Koreatown, it's like yep. packed with homeless. And the, yep. the article that I read, it was like, you know, a lot of the homelessness was kind of based more in like um, Skid Road, which yeah. is quite famous and everyone probably knows about it. But the, the, the fact that it's spread so much, it just goes to show that like this pandemic is like, legit like it's scary totally yeah no it's really it is like I got I went to an Albertsons which is like a Coles or Woolies mm-hmm. and I got fully followed home and I no so did you feel scared there because I felt scared a few times in LA not gonna lie 
No, I'm pretty strong. Like I'm pr- a pretty resilient person. So like I quickly can stand up from like I got this, yeah. <laughs> this guy was like, why are you so weird? Like he was looking at me, this, this, I'm pretty sure he was a homeless and quite drunk. This one person, this isn't the one, one that followed me home. This was, I'd walked into Hollywood and I was like, excuse me. Like, and I was oh, very wow. comfortable and Matt's like, I was on the phone to Matt boss and he was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like what if he's got a gun? And I was like, you can't be victim energy in LA. Like you've got yeah. super yeah. alert, but like you're falling asleep listening to sirens. And yeah, I would true. be like, was that a gunshot shot or was that a firework? And that's, Super real deal, like guy in my building had guns, like very, um, very, very much. It made me feel very lucky when we go to Australia because it's so safe here. It's so, so safe. Yeah. I was going to say, does it make you feel lucky to be Australian still? Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm, I love, I love LA and obviously like I've gone there to activate permanent residency. So LA is home now and I love it and I know you guys as well but it's tough it's direct it's dirty it's rough it's raw mm-hmm. but that's also where you get to fly you know yeah. that's where there's opportunity you can I had so many weird and wonderful things happen where you're just like in acting class and then you see that guy the next day like on massive yes. billboard down sunset and you're like yeah. what I was just in class with this guy like you're in the melting pot. And and as someone that works in the entertainment industry, it's a no-brainer for me. Like I've shot 15 pilots, not one has been greenlit. I've had an acting agent for a year now and mm-hmm. like – All in the time you were over there you shot 15 pilots? No, no, in Australia and none have oh. been greenlit. And then I've had an acting agent in Australia for a year and no bites, like not yeah. one gig. So I'm like I've got to go to where there's more opportunity and 100%. where my age isn't a barrier here, my age is a little bit of a barrier. Yeah. It's so funny because exactly what you're talking about, I find with LA there's that massive energy of what you were just saying, but there's also this energy of like everyone is literally like on another vibration. Like it's so weird, like so inspirational. Um, It's crazy. So you just said that there was like, you know, going down Sunset Boulevard or sorry and seeing someone on the billboard or whatever. What would be one moment that you had in LA that was like a pinch me self moment like you're like shit I'm in LA and I'm here potentially to be on that fucking billboard yeah I I'd done a I'd hired a car off an Aussie so there's there's this group of Aussies that are in LA that we're in LA live in Sydney now but they hire out cars to cheap cars to other Aussie actors trying to make it kind of thing it's like 500 bucks a month you don't need to think you just and I'd hired this car off them because I was there for four and a half months and they said to me, oh, can we actually just do a car swap for you? Someone else wants that car. Can we put you mm-hmm. in a different car? They look the same to me. But I was like, yep, no worries. So I met this Australian actor and um, I just gave her the keys and she was like, hey, I'm in a movie coming up but my, my accent's not strong enough Aussie because I've been here for like 16 years or something. And she was like, can we have a coffee? I want you um, to read my sides, which is your script. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want to I want to hear your accent. And I was like, cool. She's like, I'll pay you. I was like, just buy me a coffee. This sounds so cool. Uh-huh. And I sat down. I didn't think anything of it and I heard from her like a month later. She'd gone to shoot, I think I'm allowed to say, she's in the new Star Wars like Obi-Wan Kenobi oh, wow. TV show. It's so a pretty big like you yeah. McGregor, pretty huge. Um and I sat down with her, met her at uh, Intelligentsia, which you guys would know is a yep, great yep. coffee spot in LA. And she had a full blown 
like black folder with her and it was like a Lionsgate movie and it was which is one of the big guns. Wow. And we yeah. went through and we doctored <gasps> the script for all the to make Aussie words sound like instead of saying douchebag, we changed it to dingo. And I was like, <gasps> if I watch this movie and I see you say dingo, I'm gonna know I had a Oh, Even put into it. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, and then I was recording all her lines. So I went through and recorded all her Australian accent lines and then she went and shot the movie. And so there's like little things like that yeah. I was like and I then was at um, lunch uh, a week later with my acting coach and I was like, is this how it happens? She's like, yeah, this is how it happens. In our, like that is how you get – so quick discovered or your moment or you know she's like it'll just literally some an opportunity will fall into your lap and you'll just be like and sure I just helped a girl with her accent that's all I did but like imagine if like she was like hey I'm actually going to bring you to set next time or whatever like it's just yeah. it yeah. snowballs and uh, there are definitely moments like that but that dude I was telling you that was on the billboard he's like um off Hunger Games and Vikings like he's a really really wow. really big, big actor and the teacher at the school that I'm at I mean, it's the school that like Brad Pitt trained at, Scarlett Johansson, Charlize Theron. She's literally like gets up on the mic at the start of the night. She always speaks the mic and she's like, oh, and congrats to Alex. He's just booked this big deal. And then I'm like literally that next day was when I saw him on the billboard. So wow. that shit feels really yeah. – and you're so um, – you, you you feel like so much closer to it all because cool. you're, you're in the mecca of it. Mm. You just don't get that stuff here. Yeah. No way. So, LA, now I just want to, before we get into like hotel quarantine and asking all these questions, because I do find it so fascinating, flying from Mel, um, so where did you fly from Sydney? Yeah, you're only allowed to at the moment. So you flew Sydney to Los Angeles. What was the flight like going over? Like obviously we know it's 14 hours flight, but during a pandemic I would have no idea what it's like. So I'd fly Byron to Sydney the night before mm-hmm. and then the next I stayed at a mate's place and then I, you know, it's an early morning flight. You guys probably would remember mm-hmm. that. Um, it's more the security is really hardcore and Sydney International Airport is empty. And yeah. then there was probably like in my cabin there would have been like 15, 20 people. So we, it felt yeah. empty but it wasn't that empty in comparison mm-hmm. to coming home. Uh, and then the flight over was like standard flight prices like I, I I think I booked a return ticket for three and a half grand which is like probably a bit above normal yeah. but not I wasn't going to lose sleep over I was like okay it's a little bit more but I can handle that um and I flew over economy I booked premium economy on the way home because I just heard there was rumors that it was getting harder to get back into Australia mm-hmm. And flying over is the same. The only funny thing was, you guys will laugh at this, I had my podcast case, which you know what it looks like. a black, It's like a little black suitcase. Oh, yeah. And I got on the plane and it was an American Airlines flight and the hostess is like, what a great gun case you have. That's so <gasps> cute. And I was like. Oh, my God. I was like, welcome to America. Oh, God. <laughs> Far out. So oh. That was my flight over. It was fine. As soon as yeah. I got off the flight, um, I got vaccinated the day I landed. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like it was rife in America when I got there mm-hmm. and I was like I just want to be able to and you need it to get into like yoga class yeah. and school and stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. And then coming home, how many times were you bumped off your flight? I had three flights. I got on my fourth flight. So I had American Airlines booked, then Alaskan, then back to American and then they all pulled out and then eventually I got a United flight. But it's 10 grand economy. So wow. crazy. Yeah. So then what's the flight like coming home? How many people were on that? 
So in my cabin, it was me and two others. Also, I had to be on a postal service flight. I couldn't fly out of LA. So I had to fly domestically to San Francisco and then fly San Francisco, Sydney. And so it was in my cabin was me and two other people. And then the cabin behind me was one other person. But they said when I was checking in, there was 17 people on the flight, unless that was full of business and first class, which Mm. is that they're, they're selling tickets depending on how much you've spent. So basically Australia sets a daily cap. It's really hard. Like I feel for the airlines and then depending on how much you've spent on your ticket, you get bumped. Yeah. Okay. So even though I'd bought an economy ticket home for 10 grand, um, I'd spent more than other economy ticket holders. So they were bumped and I wasn't, but I was, yeah, pretty much the only economy ticket I'd say. Do you get served food on the plane still? Yeah, I fast on long flights though, but yeah, yeah same. you do. Yeah, same. Yeah. 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 Too, yeah, you get yeah. all the same, all the same um, bells and Picks. whistles. Yeah. What about the mask? If, whole trip. Well, no. I don't know. That's the one thing that I was like, I don't know if I could wear the mask the whole trip. And I wore the crazy N95 ones, you know, Did the ones you? with a little bit of metal. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because I was like far out, like. Especially on the way over, I wasn't vaccinated and I was like, Mm. shivers. Like, if I get there and then get sick and I'm on my own, like, that was just a bit of a confronting feeling. So, yeah. Yeah. I've masked. I'm I'm pretty used to, and being in LA, you get so used to just having a mask with you at all times. I think, well, like being in Melbourne, I'm like, I think we're pretty used to it. And so, tell me, how did you prepare for 14 days quarantine? Yeah. So, I'm a Virgo, so I went to a 99-cent store. I know you guys all know what that is in LA. I bought myself a whiteboard. I had pre-booked all these podcasts because also because there are so many delays in the book world at the moment, I know once the book lands it's going to be like run. And so I was like, can I do, what's the stuff that I can do to in the lead up? Because like even if you get a written article about you, you still need to write the article or deliver the content. So I was like, let's just get as much pre-work done now. So I booked as much work as I could. I hired a treadmill. So it's 295 bucks for 14 days. That's, that's cheap. That's yeah, I thought that too. That's yeah. Cheap. yeah. There's just this number that gets passed around other people that have quarantined and you're just like, yeah, text me G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, is there a group that people, because it's going to be a reality now, like we well, I think now it's seven days at home. Home, but still. Yeah. If vaccinated though, I think if you're not yeah. vaxxed, yeah. you'll still have to do this. So all oh, my, so if you're not vaxxed, you still have to do 14 mm, days in a hotel. Oh, I that. think so. Yeah, I think it's only because I when I filled in my travel declaration, it you have to put in to get back into Australia, you have to put in the dates that you were vaccinated uh-huh. and then they, it comes back with if you're exempt or not exempt from hotel quarantine. So they're obviously getting ready to roll that out come to Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, so what else did I do? I did a Woolies order. A friend of mine had dropped like flowers and fresh fruit and veggie off. You just kind of do those kind of things that are going to make, yeah, that make you feel good. I had a list of all my favourite shows I wanted to watch on Netflix and, yeah, just kind of went easy on myself, work a regular day and made sure I exercise and then as soon as the sun goes down, I switch off, fairy lights go on, candle is lit and I watch Netflix. I've seen them. That's pretty so there was there one thing that you were dreading about hotel quarantine, like fresh air. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so, I was you're very lucky. Paranoid. You've got a window. Yeah, I was super, super paranoid about it. So I, as soon as I saw there were windows, I was like, oh, so happy and so, yeah. um, so lucky. No, no, I got yeah. so, so lucky. Yeah. What is a day like in there? Like, what time would you get up? 
when I first got here, I was still in American time, so I get up like five. Um, now I get up like seven, eight, no probs. I'm like, yeah. you know, I just got a bit more lax. But, um, yeah, usually go to bed at like 10, 11 and you get up between like six and seven usually. I'll mm-hmm. like have coffee, move my bod, and then I'll try and do a work day. So I'll try and yeah. Yeah, be around for it. But they always give you a mental health call a day, which may or may not happen while we're on this pod. They'll always, um, you get food deliveries every day that's covered. Like you can't mm-hmm. go, hey, no, I don't want the food. I'm going to order my own. You have to mm-hmm. get, it's government mandated. And it's 65 bucks a day is part of that 3000 uh, that you pay for hotel quarantine. And yeah, they're checking in with you every day. So you've got like, like an even today being my, last day technically technically this is day 14 and I check out day 15 because day one is zero which is really uh-huh. crazy so that freaks me out yeah especially on an American flight because you yeah. get in, in the morning right so you get yeah. out. the craziest bits of the airport when you get back like you get that flight home from uh from San Fran to Sydney you get back you do all your custom stuff like normal and it's empty it's like a ghost town but then you ha- as you exit the airport, there's like a full police force. You've got Australian military. You've got the Navy. Wow. And they're just like get on that bus, get on that bus, and that's the buses are what take you to the hotel. So you get like maybe a minute of fresh air. Fuck. Is it really intimidating? Um, I'm really lucky. So I worked with a travel agent the whole way through. So yeah. um, and I would highly recommend that. Like that's I think how we're all going to need travel with COVID because I think things are going to be changing all the time. And as a result, she made it so like ev- she's meticulous at so every step yeah. of the way. Even like I've got to fly to Byron tomorrow. And co- because I'm on a what's called a Dash 8 plane, one of those yeah. really little ones, the propeller ones. Um, they won't let me like travel with international baggage allowances. So I've had to order a new suitcase to keep all my luggage under 20 kilos. So she's been doing all – she's like, yep, get another suitcase. Yep, I'm going to pay for extra luggage. And so – Yeah, so I would say that's taken so much of the stress out of it for me because I've had someone with me the whole time and checking in. Um, But, yeah, it would be super intimidating if I was doing it on my own. And when I got off, I saw a couple with like – Friggin' eight eight month old baby. Oh. That'd be I could not imagine. That's yeah. intense. What is one? Have you? We've spoken to a few friends have done quarantine, but not the international hotel quarantine. They were part of like the AFL hubs and stuff last year. And she was saying that day five and day ten was the worst. Have you found any days in particular really bad? Yeah, the weekends. So for me, that was yeah. I think six and seven. Uh, and then there was a public holiday on Monday. Those three days were my oh, hardest because yes. there's no really? work. Yeah, there's no work. And so yeah. you've got what nothing. What did you do? Um, I did a, I cheated, I, I did a um, Woolworths order and ordered caramel chocolate family. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I was like, fuck this. And then I binge watched um, Mindhunter. I was like, I'm just going to fucking chill the F out. Um, yeah. But yeah, for me, like I need structure, I need purpose and I need to feel like I'm achieving something. It probably mm-hmm. says a lot about me psychologically mm-hmm. in a good way and a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it, without that it's really hard for me to feel like I'm doing like mm-hmm. doing something and, and having the whiteboard, like giving myself a list every day, that's really helpful. Love that. Obviously you'll go back to America. Knowing that quarantine's going to change to seven days and probably at home, is that more enticing to come back and forth even more? Yeah, I mean, it's expensive. It's going to be expensive to fly for a few years, I'd say. So mm. I think I'll try and do 
and I want to go for American citizenship in the next th- in about three years. So I'll try and do a lot of time in America and just come back for work and Chrissy and the boss. Mm. So is Matt is Matt moving over? He can't at the moment. Like it's so you guys, it'd be like you yeah. guys, you'd have to come in on your B visas. Like it's really, really hard. And then as you know, on a B visa, you can't make USD. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it'll still be when I go back a little bit tricky for Aussies to travel and I don't want to mm-hmm. put that stress on him. So we've said we're fine for next year, me doing long distance and me being the little um, adventure butterfly and coming in and out. And then, because we both love Byron and we love that that's our home as well. And then after that, I think we'll do some serious, I'd love to buy in LA. Yeah. Cool. Is there a lot of, you have like quite an engaged audience. What's been the number one question they've been asking you about hotel quarantine? Is it about food? Nah, get ready. Are you coming back to have a baby? It's my number one question. That is the number one question. 100%. And I, I write back. What do you, are you mean? Kidding? I write back. What do you mean? It makes me that so really angry. That that people are saying I reckon. That. I think we've had this conversation yeah, before, Lols. That people are just like, there's no filter with people. It's and I had a really good chat to my mom about it, and she's like, mm. "You've been in America where career is valued, success is valued." Yeah, yeah you're right. And so no one even asked your age. No one even asked. Not one they person don't. asked if I wanted to have a kid. Mm. Not one person asked if I wanted to get married. Not so one person. True. It was just like literally the most common question I got in America was like, "Oh, how cool you're doing acting and TV hosting." Like they're like, "Which one do you love more? What's your goal? What's your dream?" Like they just want to hear about your aspirational stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I got back here, it's like, are you coming back to have a baby? And my and that was the second I was like, fuck, now my age is a thing again. Like over there. All, all those so things come back. Crazy. I can. Yeah. I honestly thought it was going to be about food. Mm. Honestly. No, no, not nothing about food at all. In fact, I got hate the day that I ordered. I did a one-day juice cleanse and people were like, why didn't you tell them not to deliver food to your room? And I was like... What if I got peckish? Like, I wanted options. (laughs) Yeah, true. Which I did. I got peckish and ate one of the boiled eggs. Like, far out. Anyway, yeah, I can't keep them, I can't keep everyone happy. And that's, and I'm getting such lovely and supportive feedback as well. But like, as far as like the confronting stuff, that's the more Mm. confronting stuff. I know that's wild. But I suppose, I think with what you want to do in your career and being public on Instagram, it's just something. You just have to have thick skin and just bloody, it's hard. Yeah, and I, I think when I get back to Byron with the boss, I'll take a few days yeah. off socials and just kind of like be idea. in nature and soak up all the love and just mm-hmm. just kind of like realign because like I did fall asleep literally like I was saying, listening to sirens and gunshots yeah. and stuff. Like you do want to <laughs> heal a bit from that mm-hmm. and yeah. recalibrate and yeah. What's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Byron? We're going straight to the beach, like broken, oh, broken head. We're just jumping straight in the ocean. I made a joke to Boss and I was like, so are we going to go home and just like hook up? Like what's yeah. that? And he's like, and he's like, oh, he goes, oh, calm down. He's like, we are getting you to the ocean. We are cleansing you. And I was like, oh, righto. So, yeah, I think we're going <laughs> to the ocean first apparently. You know what? It'll be so good for you to come out of hotel quarantine, come out of another flight and jump in the ocean and just like, the yeah. salt water, mm. everything. It'll be. I'm actually jealous. Yeah, no, I'm really pumped for some. But I want to spend as much time over the next five months as I can. In but so yeah. I fly back to America in March and between. Oh my now God, and that's then. when we're gonna oh, go. Yeah, we're going in March. Too. Are you? Have you yeah. booked your flight? I've already booked my flight. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> oh well, no, we haven't done it yet. We're just kind of like just waiting till we actually get out of lockdown and there's like a bit more dates and like all that kind of stuff. So we're just waiting. But I want to talk. We're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But I also wanted to talk 
why you came back to Australia. You have another book coming out. Now, what number book is this? 11. I literally have all your books. I say this every time, but I never forget what number book it is. is it number 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> so the, otherwise I would have stayed, honestly. Boss and I yeah. were like, let's just hold out to Chrissy or mm-hmm. until I could get on a flight. He was like, let's just save the money and stay. But I know I tried to push the book back and it, it had already like my – publishers were like it's left the gate Lola like we got to do this and so I was mm-hmm. like shit I've got to get on a flight and so I'm wrapped that I'm here to be able to promote the book so that's out November 1 and it's called Fearlessly Failing. I was going to ah. say what's different about this book than the other 10? No recipes uh, and Amazing. it's just really about like there's chapters on like fear, failure, success, heartbreak, grief, being bulletproof, like being able to like stand in the fire and not react, you know, and it's just an a, a, kind of like a mix of my own stuff and then people I've spoken to on the pod but also I get professional like psychs and whatnot in there too. Oh, so amazing. it's Yeah, and it's like meant to be a toolkit too. So it's like half personal development and half memoir. Amazing. How cool. Do you, so will you be able to do a book tour? Because I feel like stuff will be open by then. Yeah, November 1, I'm planning on being in Sydney that whole week and yep. just for like hopefully a bit of media. I really want to go on set and I just love yep. being on set and stuff. And then um, I'm just like praying that New South Wales-Victorian border opens so that I can come down after. They will. I've got faith. I'm like they have to. It's been long enough. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, honestly, I cannot wait. We'll have to, and will you guys will have to come up to Byron. We'll have to go to Ray's. 100%. Already planned. Mate, it. as soon as this border opens, <laughs> I'm out of Victoria. Like, I'm yeah. like, we're, and I know Sarah, so we're just itching to get out. It's been a long 200 and nearly two years. Six, I think it's 250 yeah. something or 60 days that we've been in lockdown. So it's like, nearly right. a year. How many people, it's how crazy is how many people are having kids and have had kids and like married? I know. And so I'm like, whoa, this is <sighs> mental. Really, yeah, it's wild. Well, congratulations on your last day in quarantine. <gasps> Thanks. I'm wrapped to have been back day. on your pod. This is my second time on. I love it. I know. <laughs> well, we just had to have you on because we were like, I'm actually so interested in. I've been living for your stories, watching them like, oh, what and did when, you, like when food, you first yeah. got there, what food was getting delivered and that. Do you know what? I'm, my Insta stats have never been so high. I think people yeah, are just are. like super fascinated by like, because you're not allowed, like in prison, you're allowed out into fresh air. You're not allowed out. Like everyone's like, are you not allowed outside your door? I'm like, no, nobody it's can wild. come in. Nobody can come out. Um, someone, so I don't, I didn't chose not to drink in quarantine. I was like, I just, I want to be mentally strong. Yeah. And a friend of mine obviously didn't know that and sent a massive bottle of gin and tonic water and they dropped it at my door. Like, cause no one talks to you at the door, but this night they must've been like, oh, she's having a rough one. And they no. dropped it at the door and they were like, enjoy yourself. Oh, <laughs> bless. Cause you, you're not allowed to hear the people. You got to count to like 10 before you yeah. open the door. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some people have balconies. I'm like, that's in, that's those people are lucky. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a balcony. I've got like a little. They call it like, yeah, a, it's like a little sitting room that I is. I like that room. Yeah, and you can. I've got two windows that I open, but you've got to like literally put your. It, they open yeah. like four. Inches. <laughs> I saw you do that last night. I was like, oh my god, because yeah. you you forget like how much you need fresh air. Yeah. Like you'd feel suffocated. Yeah, and that's why I think like and. It's interesting how your friends are saying what days are the hardest because, like, I actually said to Matt, I think the closer you get to the end, it almost gets a little bit harder because you're mm. like, 
Oh, but I'm so still close. here for so 24 close. hours. You know, oh, like this time tomorrow I will be on my way to the airport. So, you know, it's weird. It's like a head fuck. Sorry to swear, yeah. but it's, it's uh, weird. My brother's yeah. um, a clearance diver in the Australian Navy and he called me up and he's like, have you broken yet? And I was like, no, no, mate. I was like, I've got frustrated and needed chocolate if that counts. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, now nah. he's like, you're resilient. He's like, it's a, it takes a lot of resilience. Like, percent. You don't get given cutlery and stuff. Like my room has got cutlery, but I've heard other places you get plastic because um, mental health. Oh, so, wow. Which is why you get your mental health check-in every day. Like the nurses are like, how do you feel? What's going on? Like you get a full-blown check-in. I don't, I don't know if I could do it by I myself. I was just going to say that. I, mm. We were talking about travelling a little while ago and I – because obviously Victoria, we've been in lockdown for so long and we were like, maybe we should just move to Queensland. Like, let's just go. Yeah, I think I saw you post about this. Yeah, and I said to Sarah, I was like, I actually don't think I could do hotel quarantine by myself. I'd have to do it as much. I'd probably want to kill you, but, like, I'd have to do it with someone else or do Howard Springs when you've got the outside. Yeah. That looks very simple, though. The Howard Springs, friends have been sending me photos of Howard Springs and I'm like, ooh. But like, really? It's, the food? Did you, yeah, the food. But yeah, also, I've seen the food's awful. Yeah, and you're in just like a little bunk. Like I was like, nah, I'm okay with Lux. I can tell. Really? <laughs> so I wouldn't mind doing it because I've got a friend there at the moment, Meg's Meg. there, and she's been like doing workouts on the balcony, like all the balconies, they all do workouts together. I'm like, I don't think it would be that bad. Yeah, yeah, I get like I because th- I looked at it. You can only yeah. get from America to Howard's. Is it Howard Springs? Yeah. yeah, you can only get there if you're on those. I don't know how to say this word, but those recreation flights. Those recreation. Oh. What the government does, it's called DFAT, and you go on a list, and if they think your case is important enough, they'll put you on one of recreation oh, yeah. or recreation. But anyway, they're not doing them out of America. Oh. Only Canada and the UK at the moment for those kind of like. So I was literally looking at flying to Canada so I could go on the list. Yeah. But it's really, really full on. But they take you to Howard Springs. So any flight from the US to Australia right now has to land in Sydney. Hotel. Yes. Mm. Uh, we've got another friend doing it at the moment in Sydney. Oh, and have you been watching the uninspired employee? The inspired yes, unemployed. They, they just called? got out yesterday. They I are think. so. That was when you guys were saying you guys could do it together. I was like, do it. They did order a hammock. Like they filmed yeah, the funniest. stuff. They had this. They, you should. Oh, they've finished now. But I think they're in Queensland. And yeah. this guy, this random guy, um, just started playing this game with them. And he would say, he sent them a walkie-talkie yeah. and was like doing this game. And they got all these packages. So like one package would be like, okay, you need. Jack, you need to wear this dress and then you've got to go to the window and put this song on and dance. So it actually looks so fun. The two of them together too. Like that's why I think Brilliant. you guys would be totally fine doing it together yeah. for sure. Yeah, it looked fun. I was like, actually looked fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much for coming on. Anytime, girls, anytime. Thank, thank you, Lowell. We'll see, we'll see you up north very, very soon. Mate, you won't like, be able to get me out of Byron Bay. I'll be coming out at Sydney and Mel's for book stuff and then I will just be in that ocean being a mermaid. Yeah, we'll be there I with wouldn't you. leave either. No way. Too and good. And congratulations on book number 11. I'm literally like your biggest fan. I've got every single book. Oh, you're on the you're on the influencer list too, mate. You'll be getting I'm the excited. whole. I'm, I'm about to go to Byron and make like all the goodie packs and oh, mate, it's going to be fun but a big week I think. Yeah, oh, 100%. But, I mean, I feel like you, you're the kind of person that thrives on that kind of stuff. I can, I just know. Well, my publisher's like, do you want us to do it? And I was like, nope, I, I'm <laughs> Your queen goodie bag, goodie bag packer. Like, I, I know what crystals I want to go <laughs> yeah. in. I know who needs what. I'm, like, very OCD with that stuff. But nah. thanks for getting me on talking about quarantine. I know it's such a, 
Like I keep saying the boss, we're living through history right now. It's such an interesting yeah. time. I think America will feel different for you guys too. 100%. Going we said back. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a really exciting time. It was really tough for me to leave because like I've been in school for four mm-hmm. and a half months so I've kind of built this little like Community. gang and I was yeah. in a writer's yeah. club and, you know, it was it's hard to kind of leave. but I know. And like, as we were saying before, it's just one of those places like you wake up every day, and you're, every day and you're so inspired. You don't get that inspiration here. It's a different, I don't know what it is. It is different. different. It's yeah. different. Yeah. I remember I was in a writer's club and I, and I pitched my own talk show. I was like, oh, like I love Steve Colbert. I love Jimmy Fallon. And I kind of like pitched my own talk show. And I was sitting with my friend Mo and she's like, this is awesome. It's amazing. She's like, but I actually want you to write a comedy drama. And I was like, I don't know how to write a comedy drama. And but because we met every single week, I was like, fuck it, I better write myself a comedy drama. Yeah. So I had like, now I've got like five scripts written for pilots. Like I would never have even, I didn't even think I could do that. And I just did it. You know, like you just yeah. around people that think outside the box. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I miss mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Anyway, have a beautiful day and we'll see you Surely soon. Surely have a gin tonight. Well, no, I'm saving it for the Bosco. We're going to go to oh, Ray. Yeah. I was like, I want to go to Ray's. I want to get myself a dry gin martini. Yes. I want to watch that sunset at Water Goes. Like, so maybe in a week's time, I want to ground. I want to like do all the health yeah. things. And I feel like I've neglected my health a little bit. Just like I'm sore. I'm like, I want to massage and just mm. like live the Byron healing dream, you know? Yeah, 100%. Well, enjoy that. Skills. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.